Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is the 180th day of this podcast, and it's the 180th day of the virus. And welcome to Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And we're going to re-wonder today. We're going to ask the question, who is the greatest in the kingdom? And for those of you who have been following along, you might think, well, haven't we talked about this before? And the answer is yes. So the first thought I would like to bring up is uh, CrossFit Games. I don't know if you've ever watched it. It's where people that are engaged in a workout regime called CrossFit do pull-ups and sit-ups and biking and running. And and at the end of this, they pronounce the world's fittest man and the world's fittest woman. And I think it's a natural thing, even in Christianity, to ask Who's the fittest Christian? What qualifies as kingdom greatness? And the disciples keep asking this question. By my read, they ask it once when they were on the road. They were disputing amongst, amongst each other. They were kind of busted. Then they ask it here. There may be others. I, I don't know. And then the, they even ask it at the Last Supper. So this is a question that burns in their mind. So let's find out what Jesus says about this. Who's the greatest Christian? Who's the fittest Christian? This is from Matthew chapter 18, verses 1 through 6. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? So to their credit, at least they come and ask him, as as opposed to fighting amongst themselves. So here's the answer. Verse 2, And calling to him a child, he put him down in the midst of them. little visual there for them. Verse 3, and said, truly I say to you, unless you turn, unless you change, transform, and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Verse 4, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. So he describes the characteristic he's looking for here, humility. Verse 5, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. And then the warning, but whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. So the first thing I like about this theme is this is a natural thing. So maybe we pretend in the in Christianity that it's not important to be great, but it is important to be great. And the disciples are sort of obsessed with this idea. In the passage in Luke at the Last Supper, the Lord says, the Gentiles, here's what they grade on, authority, power, money, benefactorship. Um, And Jesus gives this great visual, uh, who becomes the great in his kingdom, which is, let the greatest among you become changed, become one of the youngest Uh, Then Jesus says, how about service in Luke chapter 22 as well? And he says, I'm the one among you as the one who serves. So let's talk about children for a second. Obviously, they're physically smaller. They're tasked with smaller things. There is a child-likeness trust with them. They're love-oriented. They're relationally oriented. They have an amazing learning uh, speed. They soak up stuff. 
and then there's a joy and a passion and and I think all those things could describe good uh, Christianity. So I think it's a not an inappropriate uh, question to ask, and I think we should ask Jesus, what is Christian greatness? And he says it's service and it's humility. And let's not deny that we may actually want Christian greatness. I mean, don't want don't we want greatness in you know various other areas of our of our life? Maybe athletically, maybe uh, professionally. Don't we want to be good at what we do? So I think it's not a bad question to ask. How do I become a better a Christian? How, how can I be a fitter uh, Christian? Well, the first thing he says is you have to turn and sort of change this mindset from being a worldly mindset to being a godly mindset. And then in the passage, he says three things. He says, be like this child, be a hum- be humble. And then he says, uh, receive children. So this is a fellowship call to to gather with children around us. And then the final thing he says about children is be careful with them. Don't cause them uh, to sin. So I think it's an appropriate question to ask us, Lord, how can I become like this child that you have uh, asked me to be like? Certainly there's some transformation that may be necessary. He says you have to turn for this and become um, and then head towards uh, humility, head towards care, head towards receiving. So I think the call today is to be like a child, be younger in these good ways, be humbler, more humble, humbler, to be a person who turns and who votes to the Lord's kingdom not to the world's kingdom, which we, which the disciples are, again, a good example of being a bad example, is they don't get this message on the first go-round. And even this message is the last, is not the last time the disciples are going to get this message. So we've talked about this uh, before, and I think it was episode 146, where the, the same concept is, is uh, mentioned. So, Lord, help me and help us to become more humble, to become younger, to become uh, more like children in receiving. Help us to turn in the right direction. I bless you, my brothers and sisters, as you become more childlike.